Hi everyone, Air here. Today we have the episode for the moms. Mother's Day is tomorrow, and I'm overjoyed to be able to celebrate all of the beautiful moms out there. But we do know that occasionally mom isn't taking care of herself. And because of that, this episode is going to be for the workaholics, the loveaholics, the shareaholics, and the careaholics. And I have an expert guest with me who is a mom, as well as someone that specializes in the field of self-care. Welcome to the show, Elaine. Thank you, Air. I'm so excited to be here so we can help all the moms in the world. Definitely, definitely. And then tell me a little bit about your background before we get into sharing about how we're going to help moms this Mother's Day. Well, first of all, I am foremost um, a mom. I'm a holistic wellness expert. I'm a lifestyle coach. I do integrative nutrition, and I do specialize in the lymphatic system. I am a founder of Holistic Rejuvenation Center since 2004, which is now located inside the beautiful JW Turnberry Arm Spa and Wellness Collective. And I've definitely been here quite a bit. It's a beautiful space. I absolutely love your spa. Immediately, when I walk out, I'm like, okay, can I go back? When can I go back? (laughs) So I'm not a mom. So I haven't had the privilege just yet. It's definitely on my life path. But you can probably speak to experience that most moms, they wait all year long for Mother's Day just to get that day off, just to, you know, take a break, whether it's from the kids, it's from work, it's from job. How does that look like for your lifestyle? And I hear that every day. What a great question. I hear that every day from all my moms, that they're tired, they have too much, they overdo In my world, it's a little different because I always tell my kids and my husband, you have a pass not to give me flowers on Mother's Day and Valentine's Day because I would like flowers every Friday. Shabbat. That is my thing. And when I instill that, it kind of happens. So this is why when Mother's Day come around, I already got my flowers. So I want to encourage all the moms to take care of themselves because it's important because we are that link if If we have a chain and one link is missing, we are all affected down the road. Everybody's affected. Mm. So if mom's not happy, no one's happy? Just like that slogan. (laughs) If mom ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. (laughs) So we titled this episode Sacred Self-Care for Moms for the Mind, Body, and Soul. Yes. So let's get into that. What does that mean for you whenever you say self-care for the mind? whenever it comes to just mom? Well, I'd like to tell all my clients, whether they're in person or virtual, that we really have to start each day with gratitude and positive affirmations because what we say, what we think matters. And it really sends a vibrational message through our whole body. So when we make it personal, when we make it starting with us in mind, we set the tone for the whole day. So my favorite, I've been using it for years. It kind of guides me and puts a smile on my face. One of my favorite is I'm a magnet of love because we all need love. Mm-hmm. And my second favorite, I am abundant and I'm committed to an abundant, happy and joyful life. The minute I recite that phrase every morning, I'm just happy. So you're actually reciting it. You're not going to write it down. How do you recommend people bring that into practice? 
So if you're a newbie, if you've never done that before, I do recommend journaling. So I'd like to prepare my day from the night before to set my goals. This is how my day is going to start. So every morning I start out with the practice of gratitude, which thank God I woke up mm-hmm. and I'm blessed to be here and set my day that I'm going to have an abundant, happy, healthy and I'm supported by love the entire day. So when you put it in journal first, it kind of repetition makes you feel like that. It's uh, practice makes perfect. So you kind of repeat it and you do it. Like you're building a muscle. Yeah, brain is a muscle. So I'm going to throw a wrench in your little theory here. I'm not a mom yet, but I have a lot of friends that are becoming moms. And they have young children, um, toddlers or under five. And immediately, as soon as they wake up, they're waking up to like a screaming baby or they're waking up to a toddler jumping on the bed. Do you recommend that they, you know, not necessarily ignore the baby? They can't do that. But like, how do they incorporate journaling at the very beginning whenever they have like a younger child? Well, that's why I actually like journaling at night. So it's my sacred space. Everybody's asleep and I get to say, okay, this is how tomorrow will look like. I plan today for tomorrow. And when I do wake up, when I had my young kids, I either wake up earlier before they do. And I actually put it a whole family practice. When they see us meditating, they join. Mm -hmm. When they see me constantly walk around and sing or I have music playing 24 hours a day for different chakras. When they grow up with that, it's a different, um, it's a different lifestyle. They kind of, it's normal. When you laugh and your mom walks around with either sage or incense or stones and she's clapping and singing. And it's at the beginning, 30 years ago, I was a a little fairy, but now I'm kind of normal. My son always said, Mom, thank God you came out of the closet because (laughs) now it's norm. So I heard that you have multiple children and then you shared that you had a different parenting style because you learned how to take care of yourself a little bit better as you got older, which makes sense. Like as we ascend and we age, hopefully we're going up and not down. So how did you have a difference between, you know, when you weren't so taking care of yourself, self-care, mind, body, and soul versus when it clicked and you became that fairy? What a great question. Yeah. In my case, it was just like that. Um, I have two beautiful children. My daughter was born before I started meditating. And um, I decided that I wasn't doing enough for me, for everybody. And before, at the beginning, I was told I wasn't be able, I couldn't have kids, period. So I had to rethink. So before my daughter actually was born, I had to rethink my whole lifestyle. So back then, we didn't call it intention. We didn't call it to re- 30 years ago, we didn't call it uh, set your intentions, get your priority. We we just, uh, our, my will was so great that I need to have kids. I, I want to have kids. Uh, I was actually going to go to medical school, but that theory flew out of the window when I was told, hey, you got to choose, you know, you, it doesn't look great. You, know, you have less than half of one ovary, chances of you getting pregnant are slim to none. So that kind of put um, a little brain tap going excuse me so that put a little spin on my world and after my daughter was born of course everything uh, everything I kind of wanted I started attracting and working at it what do I want how do I want her to be 
Honestly, she ex exceeded all my expectations. She's my lifelong teacher. And then, of course, I realized I really need to reduce my stress, increase my sleep, reduce the level of anxiety. So I decided I will have another child, even though I was told it's absolutely impossible. I started learning meditation. I started practicing transcendental meditation. I started studying Ayurveda. I started learning mantras and chanting and 24-hour music to relax and how to get what you want, how to get your mind, body um, literally aligned. And I was really, truly blessed because um, I was able, at, when I turned 30, to conceive. Mm. So I have two beautiful kids who are my number one teachers, number one cheerleaders and supporters who teach me every day and how to, what do I do and how do I do and that I, it's okay that I finally came out of the closet, that what I do now is actually norm versus when they were growing up, it wasn't as normal. I can relate to that. My mother um, comes from Western medicine, and then she kind of had the flip, just like what you said. And now she has this hippie for a daughter, because I'm completely Eastern medicine. You've gotten to know me. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I've worked in pharmacies, and there's such a big difference on the mindset there. Absolutely. Now, switching over into body I know that you specialize in like the lymphatic system and you specialize in that mind-body connection. How do you connect that from, okay, you're waking up or you're the night before, we're journaling, we're doing mantras, we're talking positively, we know words that manifest, right? Yep. So now it's about the feeling, right? We have mm -hmm. our heart, we have our chakras, we have our alignment. And if you don't feel good, you can't manifest whatsoever. It just it doesn't resonate. There's a whole lot about it. So how does somebody start to take care of their body, especially a mother, whenever she's supposed to take care of everybody else? Great question. So, and we need to take care of the body because skin is the largest organ. So we focus on the mind, on the soul, on meditation, on drinking, but what do we really do for our bodies? And that's why... I specialize in the lymphatic system because I realized and I learned that lymphatic system is actually your immune system. And we hold on to the toxins, even if we're stressed, we're holding on. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I incorporate and I tell my clients every day, especially now when everybody's sitting behind the computer, we need to keep our bodies moving. What does that mean? We need to make sure we set up rituals. I always like to tell my clients before the shower, have a ritual and this is your time. Stay present. Do dry body brushing. Why dry body brushing is so important? Because we want a good quality of skin. We want good flow. So lymphatic system is our highway system. If we are constantly in traffic, if we have toxins, if we're holding on to stress, our body becomes congested. So by doing the simple, it's less than a couple of minutes a day before the shower, you do dry body brushing, always towards the heart. You start in your hands, going up to the armpits, then you go in your legs, going up to the groin, always moving in a circular and then sweeping motion. What that does, it detoxifies your body. It improves your lymphatic flow. It just makes you feel good. 
And it makes sure that you preserve your body, whether you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, or 60s, or whatever age you are. Now, something makes you very soft. And it makes it very <laughs> soft. So movement is important. So I'm curious. I definitely want to get into different types of movement mm -hmm. um, because there could be limited space versus the Pilates mom, um, limited time. Like there's so many variants because there's so many different moms out there, right? Yep. It's literally 60% of the world is female. And then I would think that maybe 30% are mothers, right? But with that... We're looking at the lymphatic system for a second, and we're going to get really nerdy, but I know you, we can keep up, and hopefully we can make it very simple for everybody. The circulatory system and the lymphatic system are connected, yes. along with the respiratory system, because the respiratory system is connected with the circulatory system. Now, what a lot of people don't realize is the circulatory system has this pump, our heart. Absolutely. So it's pushing the blood all the way to our extremities, to our toes, and to our fingers, and to our brain. And if you're like me, hanging out upside down all the time for yoga, even better. <laughs> Versus the respiratory system also has a pump. When we breathe in, we have inflated lungs. When we breathe out, our sternum goes back down. It like um, does our tidal capacity and reduces it. Very scientific. Love it. The lymphatic system doesn't have that. There's no pump for the lymphatic uh, system. Bingo. <laughs> yeah, and that's what people don't realize. The lymphatic system is the only system that doesn't have a pump. So if we don't manually move our bodies, if we are one of the thousands of people sitting behind the computer working these days, just to throw a stuttering scattering statistics, sitting is in your smoking. We are sitting, we are not moving. And for that reason, I have my top three movement. Whether if you're a mom that does Pilates every day, great, if you have time. If you're a mom that hates exercising, then there's three things you can do without exercising. Definitely number one is dry body brushing. It will change your life and preserve your skin and exfoliate and detoxify. Jump, well, not even jumping. Sitting on a Pilates ball. And just bouncing, a very simple bouncing, starting at five minutes, going up to 20 minutes a day, will really keep things moving. Mm -hmm. And my secret weapon one, breathing. <laughs> breathing has been the most powerful movement for our body, except people don't think so. And breathing with our belly, not just breathing in the through our mouths. Mouth is for eating and, of course, nose is for breathing. Yeah. So when we breathe, I really encourage my clients to breathe in with your belly and hold, like use a rhythm. Breathe in, hold it to four. Then as you're breathing out, make a humming sound. So when we make a humming sound and counting to at least six or eight, we're actually increasing the nitric oxide in our brain, which kind of fight viruses. Mm -hmm. We need that. We need to be strong moms. So breath work. Breath. I love it. There's a whole episode on the Wim Hof method, but there's yes. so many different ones. There's so many. Yoga, Tantra, pick your poison. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Type of thing. Oceanic breath though, that whole in through the nose, going out almost like a snore or a humming. <sighs> type of thing it sounds ridiculous at first yeah but I guarantee you I've been there um when I was 16 my mother adopted adopted bringing back adoption yeah. um my youngest of brothers 
So I was 16 with a newborn in the house. If I would have known how to properly breathe, even at 16, right? So I'm, I'm a child myself at that time. I think my stress would have been a lot, you know. Agree. I love my brother. <laughs> but still. And that's how I relate to mothers that are going through, like they have a newborn or maybe they're in a stressful time. Like 2020 was really stressful for a lot of mothers yep. that were either away from their kids because their kids were in college or um, helping out their elderly parents or whatever it may be. Just learning to breathe makes a big difference. Absolutely. So, okay. Moving into just one extra question on dry brushing. Some people have never heard of it and they look at you like, what do I go to target and like go get a brush and start brushing my like, you know, skin. Um, there's actually a special type of brush, right? Yes. I love palm brushes. So, um, I have where I, when I practice or my clients, I have a special brush that I use. It's not just the brush. I made instructions. The problem with all these body brushes, you buy them and then you go, okay, what do I do with it? So do I do it wet? I strongly recommend we do dry right before the shower. And the movement matters because this, since we don't have a palm, lymphatic system doesn't have a palm, we move towards the heart. Palm really works. It's not as abrasive. So since you and I have lighter skin, we need to go light. And mm. then it, it's, it becomes a habit. Anything we do, we form new habits. And then it also invigorates you. So you kind of, oh, it kind of, it's, it's nice. It, it's like a little massage. This is our time. So no matter which one you pick, it's your time to improve your health. Mm -hmm. And um, you can pick them up anywhere. Or I have my brushes that I absolutely love. And I have special instructions I made to make it easier for you so you follow them. Definitely. So movement we've really covered and then now we have our mind. I feel like we're building an arc or a yep. mom. Yep. <laughs> I love it. So now I want to go into like what we put into our body because I'm still stuck on body. It's, oh, yeah. I'm a firm believer, and this is the yogi in me, that if you get your body right, everything else starts to come into play. Um, when I was working on my healing journey in the very beginning, I got the physical right. If I could physically get myself out of bed, moving my body, and feeling just a little bit better than things like depression and anxiety and pain, like chronic pain, uh, stress. Those we can start to work on a little bit later. Absolutely. And a mother that's in survival mode, she can't be thinking about mental health or spirituality or her goals as a woman if she's stuck here. Yes. So building this arc with you. Now we had to put something in the arc. Like, what are we putting into our bodies that really is going to help with our self-care? So my favorite, my favorite topic, what we put in our bodies. It's everything we put is important. I always start with hydration. Whoever knows me, almost always, oh my God, here she's going to tell me about the water. <laughs> the water is super important because over 80% of our body is water. So please, even if you don't have, Anytime, just start with drinking your water. And I usually like to use a, a rule of thumb. You take your weight, we're all different, divided by two, and that's the amount of ounces you need to hydrate. So if you're 120 pounds, divide that by two, you need at least 60 ounces, which is two liters. I do mm -hmm. recommend, it is a lot, however, we need to flush out the toxins. If we're stressed, we're holding on. So you can add 
anything lemon limes i love cay a little cayenne in the morning it's like a flush for the lymphatic system how we drink is super important because what we set intentions the water has molecular properties so mm. when we drink don't just gulp it down think about what you're infusing your water with your thoughts what we say what we think matters mm. and moving down on the list food i actually treat my clients two ways do they have inflammation pain headaches thyroid issue or they don't and the minute i hear any type of inflammation or pain i encourage them to remove inflammatory foods not only do you remove them i always like to take something out put something back number one on my list to you always to remove is they're the healthiest things on the planet but they're not so good when you're inflamed nightshades Nightshades are tomatoes, potatoes, and eggplant. Of course, they're healthy, and of course, they are delicious. But if you have any type of inflammation, they actually work against you instead of for you. Interesting. And going into herbalism for a moment, mm -hmm. things that and this is a rule of thumb. There's an exception to every rule, but when I'm teaching somebody herbalism. I affiliate things that look like the sun mm -hmm. with being young, reds, oranges, you know, bright colors, things that are more blues and greens. Those are more yin. They reduce inflammation. So me just listening to you about nightshades is similar. You're sharing tomatoes. Most tomatoes are red. I know that there's green tomatoes. Those are my favorite, but most tomatoes are red. Eggplants. They can kind of vary. Sometimes they're like an orangish purple. Sometimes they're like straight up purple. I guess it depends on where, where they're, they're from. from. Mm -hmm. So uh, with that versus like the lettuce, the spinach, the kales, the um, cauliflower, the, like the very... All cruciferous. Yep. Yeah. Very light colored yin type of affiliation reduces inflammation. Absolutely. So, okay. Breaking that down. Okay. Now we're looking at our plate here. I really love tomatoes, though. What do we so replace do it with? So do I. So not only not only are tomatoes nightshades, they're also a fruit. So if I'm recommending two fruits a day and you're eating tomatoes, you, you have to decrease the amount of fruit. So I love to replace tomatoes. Not the same, but they're amazing for you. Red radishes. Okay. They're probably the only red you would find on my plate or my client's plate when I recommend anything red. Mm -hmm. Because radish is also bitter, and in my world, bitter is better. <laughs> I like that. So um, I always like to have the radishes organic, washed in the refrigerator. They're also curb your appetite. So food for thought. We would like to eat to burn and reduce inflammation instead of eat to store and promote inflammation. So again, the choice is ours. Mm. How we eat, what we eat matter. So please keep in mind that whatever you take out, you can put it back in. And let's talk about the greens, because that's my other. My kids laugh at me, but I removed all the romaines and all the lettuce. They're empty calories. Oh. And I actually replaced them with all the arugulas and watercress. They're bitter. And I don't know if a lot of people know, but when you cut the arugulas and the watercress, that's when you actually get all the benefits all the flavonoids, all the antioxidants that it has to offer. Add a fruit 
not your traditional fruit, avocado. Mm -hmm. And you have an amazing salad that you can have to detoxify you and all the fat from avocado that you need. So again, choose wisely because mm -hmm. it is our inflammation. It is our stress. And we want to give our bodies what we need to feel. It's all about how we feel. How would the on-the-go mother work this out? Because I'm thinking of younger mothers and I'm thinking of mothers with older children. Younger mothers are probably trying to stay out of the SpaghettiOs and, you know, the little graham crackers and the things that are just there because she hasn't ate all day and she's been running around to, like, daycare or to pick up school and extracurriculars. But then I'm also thinking about mothers that maybe they have children that are between, you know, being a teenager to my age and they're in their careers and they're trying to really focus on, okay, how do I make my marriage stronger if they're married? Or maybe they aren't married and they're dating again. There's like so many different lifestyles here. How do you incorporate that whenever you're not able just to be at home or go to the grocery store as much? Like, do you meal plan or is there something else that you do? Yeah, meal plan is essential. And I love those mason jars. I literally prepare from oatmeal and overnight oats for breakfast and then just pre-wash everything. All my fruits are washed in jars. Overnight oats or if you, don't, if you like them cooked, you cook them and everything in the jar for breakfast. Salad, love salad. I always have boxes of uh, arugula, whatever greens I have. Mm -hmm. I put them in the jar. I add some chia seeds in it. I add some, sometimes nuts if you're not sensitive to nuts. And avocado, you cut them right before you're ready. And whatever else, protein you use. So basically, it's all about greens, protein. The more protein, the longer you stay full. Mm -hmm. You don't have protein, sh protein shake. Swipe out your weight shake to pea protein or bone broth protein, collagen. So Anything you can add and meal prep. The more you meal prep the night before, the easier your life will become. What about if somebody is not a cook? Oh, that's my world. <laughs> I do real good preparation before. Um, the great thing right now, everything is sold already pre-washed, pre-done. So it's all about shopping smart not shopping hard. We have Instacarts. We can mm. pre-order everything already in our refrigerators. We can prepare our proteins ahead of time. And it gets easier. My daughter now is in her 30s. She meal preps. Why? Because that is the only way you can have meal prep. And then you have time with your husband. And then you have time for your work. Mm -hmm. And if you don't prepare ahead of time, you will be spinning your wheels. Mm. My son, on the other hand, loves HelloFresh. <laughs> and basically, that's how you learn to cook. You start with HelloFresh. Everything is pre-made. You take what you don't. You do what you can. You get everything in the box. So whichever way you go, keep in mind, if you do have any inflammation, if you do have any pain, stay away from inflammatory food. Mm. See, I always stick to a lot of raw food as a result because I'm... Not the best cook in the world. I can bake. For some Ooh. reason, I can bake, but cooking, not so much. <laughs> but I am a great forager. So for me, I can at least go out into the, you know, the garden or into nature and find, you know, the appropriate food that's not going to, you know, poison me. <laughs> that's like my safe gate. 
So, all right. I want to get into my favorite of them. So we covered mind. We covered soul and um, body. I almost gave it away, guys. <laughs> I want to get into soul because this is a spirituality podcast and yeah. taking care of our souls, taking care of our spirits is kind of what puts it all together to make it worthwhile. So tell me what is your experience or how you explain spirituality for you? And then we'll get into like how to take care of your soul. So for me personally, I started um, using transcendental meditation about 30 years ago. I learned that we all, even if we look we're not stressed, we kind of hold to our stress on a much deeper way. Mm-hmm. So the way I take care of myself and the way I learn when you meditate, it is the only time you get to disconnect, you get to get rid of your thoughts using a mantra, and you get to really drop that pebble and really get deep down inside to bring out all the goodness because all the best ideas come from within. Mm-hmm. We are, we are um, beings that we, we thrive in what's in it. We're like a Pandora box. So when we meditate, when we take care of our spirit, we can do just about anything. In my case... Transcendental meditation at the beginning was far-fetched. How can you sit 20 minutes a day, twice a day? How do you get the time? But it evolved because the more I meditated, the more I learned. And for all of you newbies who are not able to sit for a long period of time, just to sit comfortably and recite something like here and now, just to keep focused and keep your thoughts out of your brain is a great start because the minute we turned our bodies into present that's when the magic happens it reminds me of the mantra as above so below i love it and as within and is so without or you can flip it if you like the other way around whenever you're like everything you need is already inside and I feel like just women in general, whether they're mothers or not, most of our life is spent trying to figure out what's going to come into our lives. Who's going to come into our lives or what experience do I have to gain? What education do I have to gain in order to feel that fulfillment? So how do you work with women or how do you suggest women that are new to spirituality that haven't been taking care of their soul and even a little bit of their mental health because sometimes it gets integrated. Is it purely through meditation and mantras or is there something else that you can do for your spirit here? Journal, meditate, mantras. I even for my really, really busy moms who say, I don't even have time for body brushing. I like to use uh, the stay in present analogy when they take a shower, when they take that time, because that is the only time we get to be by ourselves. Except majority of us, when we're in the shower, we're already thinking, okay, so after the shower, I have my checklist, what I have to do, what I have to be, what I... So just start simple. When you're in the shower, Take that few minutes just to be with you. Think about that water cascading in your body. Think about this is your time to stay present, not to go anywhere. That's how we learn to stay present. Just focusing on what's in hand right now 
And it's interesting. I tell my moms, you know, if you don't have time for anything, order like a vitamin C shower head, because the minute you get into the shower and you look at it, it reminds me, mmm, that aroma. It's all about me. Wow, it feels so good. So it's literally mind over matter. And by focusing with our eyes, by creating our sanctuary, even if it's the shower, just sitting, you're already on the right path. I was today years old when I learned that vitamin C shower heads were a thing. <laughs> okay. And then there's one more question I have for you before um, I want to share everybody how to get in contact with you. Tell me if you have been able to successfully integrate or how you could suggest somebody as a mother when it comes to community, because I feel like a lot of mothers feel like they're alone and that can be so damaging for their soul and their spirits. How do you express community, uh, networking or friends? or How does that go about for mothers for you? Excellent question. We need to have our tribe. Our tribe could be friends. Our tribe could be family. Our tribe could be joining a woman's circle, doing something. There's tons of women groups. So I personally have woman group that I started um collective women and wellness. Um, there's a lot of different organizations. There's things we can do. Facebook, there's groups, Aventura Mom, Sunny Isles Mom. All those groups we can join to support each other. We are here. I am here to support all the moms. That's why I actually started my virtual platform. So what, wherever you are, no matter where in the world you are, you can always connect. And I always give my moms 30-minute consultations free just to kind of give them that nudge, just a friendly advice or where do I start? Where do I, what do I do? Stay in the present, connect to your tribe, surround yourself with people that can help you, whether it's a friend, whether it's a mom, whether it's anybody going through that. I'm personally, I have two locations. I have, I'm virtually, that gives me an opportunity to be now closer to my kids who live in Boston. Mm -hmm. And I am inside uh, JW Turnberry in Arm Spine Wellness Collective in Aventura. And you can schedule a complimentary consultation with me. You can connect me with my Instagram at ElaineK305. Um, you can connect to my Facebook. Um, you can come in person. I do complimentary consultations all the time. Take time for you. And if you, whatever you do, um, you matter. And moms rule the world. We are the only beings that can multitask. We need to take care of ourselves. I'm waiting for those eyes in the back of my head one day. <laughs> They're coming. They're already there. They're coming. They're already there. I got the third eye going. I'm just waiting. How many eyes can I put on my head? Oh, Elaine, you've been perfect today. Thank you. No, you've been perfect. You're such a breath of air. You Really, your name is just that being with you it's just like i'm just looking at you i'm already relaxed you put me at ease and you give me my zen i'm doing something right guys <laughs> well definitely go check out elaine she's across from the aventura mall when it comes to jw turnberry and then also check out her virtual platforms those communities are going to be so vital for any mothers out there that are looking for someone to connect someone that understands 
And then as always, thank you for growing and healing with me today. It is happening. Our Costa Rica retreat is now available for signing up, and I will be there with you all. We are going to Costa Rica, a sacred spiritual place that is filled with not only amazing forestry and waterfalls, but also a essence that you have to be there to be able to fully understand. We have a full January 12th through 15th lineup of both Western and Eastern practices to help you not only grow on your spiritual journey, but also heal from any setbacks or trauma that has been holding you back for too long. I am so grateful and have been working very hard with Tanya, my co-host, to make sure that this is everything it needs to be for you all, including a self-defense class, Tantra, NLP, plant ceremonies, and more. So go ahead and check it out on the flyingwithair.com website where you can not only put in your $500 deposit, but you can also go ahead and take advantage of that early bird special. We have a limited amount of spots and I definitely want to see you there. If you've ever needed spiritual coaching or you wanted to come around like-minded individuals, now is your moment. Until then, good vibes and love, and thank you for healing and growing with me today.